Hi everybody, I'm Lips. And I'm Rob Reiner. We're from the band Anvil. And you're listening to Stillborn Goat. You know it.
44 years ago this month, Rob Reiner and Steve Kudlow met in Toronto and forged in fire, a friendship that would culminate in the creation and cultivation of one of the most enduring and influential heavy metal bands of all time. And that band is Anvil. And earlier this month, I was honored to get to spend an hour just hanging out with Libs and Rob at the Metal Grill over in Cudahy, Wisconsin. Randy Kastner, RK Metal Promotions, booked the show, made the interview possible. I personally first discovered Anvil in 1988 by blind buying Metal on Metal at the Book Peddler in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Three years ago, I finally got to see the mighty Metal Pounders live, and after a second chance to be front of the stage, Anvil is one of my top five favorite live bands. These guys are legit, real, unwavering, and bad ass. And it's no secret to anybody who's seen Anvil, the story of Anvil, that things didn't go the way they probably should have for the band. We all know the first three records, Hard and Heavy, Metal on Metal, Forged in Fire, are seminal heavy metal records, influenced an entire generation of musicians, bands, and fans. But we talked to Lips and Rob a little bit about what was going on, what went wrong. We got fucking tied up in business problems. We got, si we got signed into uh, Libra and Krebs, which is fucking Scorpions, Aerosmith, Ted Nugent's management. And the record company we were originally signed to was in Canada. And when the manager, when David Krebs trying to get us a record deal in America, the American labels wouldn't wouldn't pay for the first three albums. Really? Oh, because that was Attic Records. Right. They wouldn't buy. They wouldn't buy them. You would they, think they, they wanted would... them for free. And of course, what record company is going to give away the fucking their three albums? It's not going to happen. So it didn't. But you guys didn't have any distribution in the U.S. for those first three albums, really? No, no still only important. They're unimportant. Still to this day. Yeah, because there isn't an American label willing, ever willing to to uh, pay licensing. You would think that those albums, being that they're seminal metal albums that they are, would pay for themselves almost. You would, you would assume. Well, they, well, they have. They're, they're, they're long, profitable records, you know, to the people that own them. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's an obvious old news thing, you know. But uh, yeah, whatever. We don't own them, so and the labels that had them, uh, they're Canadian guys. They're all fucking idiots, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And they, they still have it. And they no. Well, now it's worse than ever. Guys in Quebec that own them, they, they couldn't give a fuck about any of the records they have, let alone Amber records. So. so there was that big gap in between those records, and you guys came back with that was Strength of Steel. Then right. was the fourth record. That's right. And what kind of happened with the band at that point? Were you guys kind of feeling that? I mean, you guys must have been frustrated as hell at that point with with the albums well, being tied so up. So, so frustrated that basically, after an album and a live album, two of the original members took a walk. Yeah. So Robbo and I, we didn't. It's like, who the fuck cares? Keep going. What were you guys doing tour-wise then? During that time, were you guys still touring off the th no, first we three records? No, we were still signed to David Krebs, so we couldn't do anything. Yeah. Oh my yeah, couldn't God. Even, couldn't even go make another record deal without him being involved. And he didn't want to be involved, and he didn't want to release us either. We got fucking seriously bogged quagmired. Yeah, we were bogged down for a few years because of, like you said, the business part of it, right? Yeah. But we survived it. Yeah, obviously thrived yeah. off it. Yeah, And absolutely. you guys are, now you're touring, so now this is this is what well, you're doing. Yeah, I mean, well, you're touring, well, Anvil's the, yeah, the game years. now. Yeah, it's we've the been, sequel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are the, you guys the, doing a sequel to the, the, the band, movie? The band, the band. We're living it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, the band has been our uh, day job for 10 years. Wow. So, yeah, it's all good. That's great. And that's what you guys wanted? All I mean, that's, that's what every musician wanted. wants from the beginning. That's what we wanted that's, anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. what we were working towards all along. And so and it's that's not about becoming a commercial hit like Bon Jovi. It's about making a living at what we love. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's what it's all about. That's Just, all it's ever been about.
Yeah. And you guys now, you, you were in, what would you do, France and Italy and Netherlands in November? Oh. and Yeah, we've been all over the world, man, many times. We play everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we're maybe even going to China. They want us over there now. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. And now you guys are here. You're going to Canada next. What's after that? Uh, we're recording our new album. Is what uh, in August we have a new album coming. Uh, we're going to record it in August, okay. and uh, it comes out in January, February of 2018, and we're going to be back again. Awesome! Are you guys <laughs> doing the crowdfunding thing again? Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pledge Music. Uh, we're going to we're going to announce it probably by the end of this month. How again. fun! Now, so that worked out good for you guys, because I've heard a lot of everything. stories where people are like, ah, then you know, we had some problems fulfilling. You know, well, the, no, the, the stuff. Only, but the only reason that you're going to have problems if you're an unknown band. Yeah. yeah. If you're a brand name like we are, there is no problem. In it fact, it solves all the problems. Yeah, it was very, yeah. it was very successful from that pledge. It, we didn't. People were saying, "Yeah, I should do it because of, like you said, you know, you have a name." Yeah. So we gave it a go. Actually, after I saw Dave Mustaine do it, I said, "If Dave can do it." Fucking Amble can do it. Right? Absolutely, and and it was very very well. So we're gonna do it again. We'll see what you know. I'm sure it'll be okay. It'll be great. I have no idea, but yeah. you know, they're the same people. I already talked to people who pledged. They want to pledge again. So uh, I think it's gonna be good. And plus, it's it's uh, when you do the pledging and things, you can give exclusive things that yeah, you're absolutely. not gonna get well, in a store. That's, that's absolutely, we yeah. had we had the studio filled with 15, 20 guys that from all over Europe coming oh, in to sing. Yeah, <laughs> people uh, like I don't know about you, but if I had my chance. We'll sing on a Black Sabbath album or Judas Priest album there. just to be a background vocalist? Yeah. But yeah, it worked out great. It was a great experience for even us, the whole experience of the, the yeah, I bet, I yeah, bet. it was awesome. And uh, the album is Anvil is Anvil, so uh, you did the, the cover art, the painting on the yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah. Where did the, co I mean, it's brilliant, it, and it's in the simplicity of, what are we? We're Anvil. <laughs> Anvil is what we are. I, uh, you I know? know, I just, I, I, I dreamt it up. I was at Lips. Lips was the one that pushed me to say, "Hey, man, you should draw this one. You should paint this one." Blah, you know, because I was always going, "Ah, nah, nah." So he convinced me we should do it. So I made some sketches and showed him. We said, "Ah, right, yeah, that's going to be cool." So I just made a painting. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah and the album is terrific too. I mean, the album's great. How do you guys? I mean, what's the writing process like? Because every one of the albums, it, it, it's got almost a, a little bit of a different vibe to it. You know, of course. like uh, if you think about plugged in permanent, life. that's yeah. that's a dark record. Is plugged in permanent. There's a lot of, and I know I read the book, and you guys were saying that around that time. I mean, you were working at what a uh, delivering flowers to a funeral home or something. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah. It's dark. Well, actually, that's more during the uh, worth the wait album. Oh, okay, sure. Very dark era. Yeah. I mean, all the songs are pretty much about death. Yeah. Death of babies, embalmer. Yeah, my, yeah. my dad died. Love me when my I'm dad, dead. My dad died in that period of time. My marriage and that died. Always. My first marriage died, you know. So both you guys were going through crazy stuff at the time. Where And what was the band? And, and band members left. And, yeah. And lots of stuff falling apart. And how do you, I mean, what gets you kind of through that? Just the music being together because you guys are you're basically brothers, you know. And you were yeah. then, you are you're more so yeah, now. Yes, yeah. I mean, did you guys have you guys found that throughout this that you guys have been what's gotten each other through a lot of this? If it if it'd been a band with somebody else, do you think you guys would have been able to persevere and keep doing it? But you guys are friends, so you keep pushing each other, challenging each other. Don't yeah, yeah, get off your well, ass. Let's we're, do this. We're, 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 no, partners, we're partners in crime. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's a, you <laughs> it's know, we, yeah, you yeah. cry on each other's shoulder about it, and you both have the same problem, so it's easy to kind of lean on each other, you know, 
But we're, if we're we knew down, what okay. we were, yeah. we knew what. Yeah. See, the thing is, the bottom line is, when you know that you have something special, you don't let it go. We, it, just because people fucked us around in the business doesn't doesn't mean that we are not credible and not good at what we do. Yeah. We are great at what we do, and we have a very unique thing going. That's what you need to get anywhere. But on the other side of it, if you don't add the right things to that business-wise, you're dead in the water. Yeah. We have to survive that those the downfall of the business aspect of it. Right. No, the business failed anyway. So we have, we have, we thing, so, you know, we have to uh, adjust, adapt, and uh, you know, it's not the guy who's yeah. it's not it's not the guy who's the strongest or the smartest. It's the guy who's willing to adapt. And the guy that doesn't say quit. Yeah, the guy that right. doesn't know the meaning you know, of and, the word uh, quit. We're both not quitters. You know, I am certainly not. I don't. That I quit when if I'm dead. Yeah. I need to be dead. And if you quit, what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna sit what, and go. What if? What if? Well, I, what yeah. if I'd have given it yeah. another no, month? No, 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 that's something I don't it's understand. Just don't even, it's not even part of the. Yeah. You know, the things in my life they quit me. I never quit. You know, my first marriage, my wife quit me. I didn't quit. You know what I mean? I I didn't walk out on her. She walked out on me. Yeah. You know the. the the record companies that we signed to, they quit. They decided to drop the band mic for whatever reasons. Yeah. You know? But we didn't quit. Yeah. They quit.
But you can't replace. No. This. You can't replace what we have. No. I go play somewhere else. It'll never be the same. Because you turned down an opportunity to play with Motorhead. That's right. All because you believed so much in Rob and I, Anvil. No, I was under I'm, I'm a multitude of reasons. Number one, I'm the I'm the main banana here. You join Motorhead on the second banana. Yeah. That there's number number one. Number two, I ain't leaving my my buddy that I grew up with. Yeah. Number three, I had contractual fucking obligations. I was signed to a record label. We were about to do our third album and I'm being offered to go leave the band. Where am I going? Into a lawsuit? Where am I going? And plus and, what, and to what end? And and at a point when the band I mean it's forged in fire. Anything could have happened at that moment. You don't you don't leave it when you 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 don't know whether you're lighting a hunk of dynamite or a hunk of shit, you know, <laughs> and you don't leave. You're right. You don't leave and run away to to try to find something better when you know you don't even know whether it's going to be better. Right. Right. It was, it was a complete unknown. I mean, after Motorhead finished, I guess the uh, Iron Fist album, they they did the the, the live album, yeah. right? And then Eddie Clark fucking upped them and left. The first guy that he thought of, I'll get, I'll grab lips. Well, I'm not available. Yeah. So you got Robbo. Yeah. You got, you got Brian Robertson from Thin Lizzy. He was very happy about it. He was angry at me, but until he got another guy lined up, he was quite hostile. <coughs> he wouldn't even talk to me. Once he got him and and they recorded some stuff and they got the record done, the first person he wanted to hear that album is me. So, you know, I'm, we're at a festival in uh, Belgium, and Lemmy was there, and he grabbed me and pulled me into a fucking, into the, his change room and stuck a Walkman on me. He goes, you got to listen to my fucking new record. It's the best fucking thing I ever did. Okay, let me listen, let me listen. Okay. He goes, now I want you fucking guys to open up for us. We're doing a whole UK tour. All right, let's go. Yeah. Not, not only was the hatchet buried from refusing to play, but let's fucking, we're still buddies, let's go and do a tour together. Yeah, let's move on. It was a wonderful, wonderful experience and great fucking tour. After the movie, because everybody who's not even a metal fan, who's not an Anvil fan, not a metal fan, knows the movie and loves the movie. Now, the movie's been, what, not eight years, nine years, Almost I think, yeah, since then? Yeah. What was the one thing that stood out? And I don't want to say that what was the one negative thing or bad thing that came from the movie, but what was the one thing that presented a challenge to you guys that you were kind of like, fuck, well, we didn't up, expect living that? Living up to the hype of the movie. The movie is that they got all these, these talking heads saying how great the band is. we got to be great. If we're going to now be seen and exposed to, to the masses, we better kick some ass. But, you know, it's was like fucking start eating vitamins, man. Let's, yeah, let's right. fucking rock. <laughs> Get some spinach. But, you know, that, but that was actually our, our, our calling card because it, we've always been a great live band. Yeah. And we're a real, a real band. We're really a real band. A lot of you know, there were people nah, who thought had, we were a movie band, band or a fake not, band. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, they were. And you got to keep into in, in mind that if the band was not as good as it was hyped up to be, it would have failed. It would have been over yeah, it within been long weeks. Over. Yeah. It would have been long over that whole thing. Long yeah. over. The movie would never have had had water to hold. And, and, and Sasha, the director, right. he knew that right from the get-go. Going, you know, like this is it was it was it was a no-brainer. It was really a no-brainer. Yeah, Greg got a really real good band and a real. So 
all these guys are going to do is play in front of people and people will like them. And that's exactly what's been happening. Where were some of the best places and what were some of the best shows you guys had back in the day? And also, what are some of the best shows you guys have had recently? Oh, there's way too many to mention, to be honest with you. <laughs> these days, you know, we've done so many really good gigs. Yeah. I mean, you know, our, the profile of the band is the highest it's ever uh, been in Europe. The UK has uh, turned into like uh, this like, uh, a stomping ground of gold for us almost. Yeah. It's amazing. You know? um, we're really working trying to get the band more popular in America, which is not easy to do because there's so many people and the reach, and the, there's a whole different method to making things happen in America. Yeah, there's yeah. an incredible amount of. Uh, and every Bureau time bureaucracy. Politics. Yeah, and yeah. politics in, in the United yeah. States to get. to. You need the machine. Yeah. Here, you need the machine to rise above you know this kind of thing, right? But for us, doing this is, is sustained uh, a total uh, like living as we're talking about. Yeah. And every time we play, we always have new people. Always, every time, because most people have never seen the band live. They've heard of us. They've know us. Never seen them. So, and it's in the millions. It's not in the thousands. It's in the millions. Okay. So it's just about reach. Like he said, if we had the machine. We wouldn't be playing here. Well, and you guys went through that in the movie as well with This Is 13, where you would go in and talk to these record labels, and you're, I mean, you got to know that you're, you're dying to get in there and have the guy listen to the music, but you're like, this fucker doesn't know metal from his, you yeah, know, his course, asshole. Right, he wouldn't course. have a clue if a good metal record came across because he's looking for either a Nickelback or a whatever. And he doesn't Justin even Timberlake. know if that's any good. Yeah. There's no guarantees with anything that they sign anyway. That's that's the stupid part. Is that every everything is a crapshoot, no matter who they sign or what they sign, right? So what difference does it make? Yeah, take it's, a chance. It's it's, it's 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 his own personal taste. Yeah. And who told him about it? See, the thing with the yeah. movie at the when the movie hit big, you know, the the people smelt money, especially in this country. So, of course, you know, the leeches come out, the big managers, the and all that, and they just get on board just to fucking take their just points, leech. just yeah, to leech. And uh, once you know the, the 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 digits get smaller, they they they, they bail off. Yeah. It sucks, yeah. but that's just reality, I mean. And that's not. And, and uh, I suppose and that's the record industry is yeah. there. What have you done for me today? Yeah, you know, well, I'm not looking for what do you do for me in two records no, exactly. or over no. time. You know, so you know, you know, let's say our next album starts to become like a making it's making money. Yeah, all these fucking losers that come back out of the woodwork. That's just what happens. Yeah. But we are very experienced at knowing how to deal with them much more than we ever have been. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, we've had a lot of lessons as the, this road, this journey's gone on. Yeah. And so now, touuring. I mean, you guys are constantly on the road. How, and that's, and that's, how, how do you guys keep success. it up? How do you keep it up? Like, how do you guys get up every Because the last time I saw you guys, you, you killed it here. And, and that's and all I ever hear yeah, across the board. These guys are fucking amazing. Yeah, Every yeah, night we're going to kill on. it here tonight too. You know, we have, you know, we put on a tremendous, expected, kick-ass ambush show. That's yeah. we have to. Anything less, it's people going. Why are we here? Yeah. You know, why? And, and people will also be a little. We can't have people walking away with not digging what's going on. It's it's imperative. It's it's crucial to keeping it lit. You know, if we start going through the motions, the band's going to die very fast.
from the album Forged in Fire. That's Anvil, Free as the Wind. And that's going to wrap us up this week on Stillborn Goat. And next week, we're going to have more with Lips and Rob from Anvil. Play some new uh, songs off their latest record, Anvil is Anvil. So got to thank RK Metal Promotions, The Metal Grill, and of course, Lips and Rob from Anvil for agreeing to do the interview, sit down with me for over an hour and just shoot the breeze. And uh, it was a great time. And uh, hopefully you guys are digging the interview because we got more next week. So until then, stay heavy, stay brutal, and I'll see your ass in the pit. (laughs) 